Hi, this is the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have dirty words and shit potholes throughout the entire episode. Our name literally spells Kant. How could you not know what was coming? Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of See You Next Tuesday podcast. I'm Jesse. I'm Amanda. Feels a little like a circus today, is what you said? A little bit. <laughs> Why is that? You know, my life is a shit show. <laughs> Never a dull moment with you. Never. Uh, you want to talk about it? Well, I, I, I did my first firing this week. Oh, no. On the same day, I had a new employee start, so I had one going <laughs> as one was coming in. Oh. And I was like, this is going to be your desk. And then she was like... Okay, great. And she was looking through the desk drawers, and she found some stuff. And she's like, um, what do I do with this? Is she coming back? I'm like, no. Oh, my God. Like, that's just, ugh. I'm getting, like, douche chills. You know, it's just the most awkward, uncomfortable uh, I mean, period of time. Not for me. <laughs> you, you didn't feel uncomfortable at all? And that, that whole situation? I'd just be like... Like, no, no, I, I sure didn't, which I guess makes me the asshole. No, not at all. It's just like, oh, God bless. I mean, it was literally two ships passing in the night, <laughs> one going in, one coming, out. one going out, one coming in. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, so um, that's going to be your desk. <laughs> so, yay, management. How, you like it? It's good times? Oh, it's the best. With much power comes much responsibility. Yeah. And little pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is good enough, right? And you're like, not no. really. Uh, okay, good. It's good enough? Okay, you like totally didn't listen to what I said. Perfect. So you want to know how that conversation actually went? Yes. When they told me what my pay was going to be when I got my raise? Yes. So they were like, they literally put it in the form of a question. So, um, we're going to make your pay X amount of dollars. How does that sound? And I was like, well, um, you know, I, I guess it's all right. But if you want to like bump me up higher, that would be great. And they go, well, that's all we got to prove. So that's what it's going to be. I was like, then you shouldn't have put it in the form of a question. Yeah, dude. Like if this is the offer, <laughs> Period. Like, what are you doing? No, it should have been, uh, this is your new salary. Correct. Period. This is it. This is what it is. There's no room for negotiation. It doesn't sound like it's a conversation. It's more like, okay. I mean, uh, well, but I have a whole bunch of feelings towards how this process works at many different companies, to be mm -hmm. honest. It's yeah. normally just a shit show. Mm -hmm. It's like, how can, how can companies not do this right? It's not, it's no. not this hard. no. Like, at all. You say no. a number. I say, I'd rather have this number. You go. We negotiate back and forth. It's, yeah. Until we reach something, an agreement in the middle. Right. Wow. Right. But if there, if it's, if it's a hard, this is this, you, you don't. Yeah. Put it in the form of a question. It's not fucking Jeopardy. Okay. Like, mm -mm. just remember this. Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't put the answers in the form of a question. <sighs> Bless no. Bless me. Mm -mm. No. And. 
No. <laughs> no. Bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. And then something else happened at work this week that... <clears throat> so, you know me. And I'm going to let you guess how I'm going to respond to this. Mm. We're going to play a little game. Okay. So, a while back... I bought breakfast tacos for the whole office. Because you're a sick-ass manager. Um, well, because there was a lot of people from other departments. with. So my department has other departments within it. Mm, gotcha. And there's other people from other departments helping out because um, I needed it. So as a thank you, I bought breakfast tacos for the entire office. That's right? awesome. Yeah. From Rudy's. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Those are good. You know how expensive Rudy's yeah. breakfast tacos are? Those are like a buck plus a piece, right? Yeah. So I spent $55 on breakfast tacos. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody was like, thank you so much. This is great. Blah, 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 Well, the other day, I said, I don't even know why or what the reference was. But I said something about... Well, I guess I'm going to have to bring in breakfast tacos again or some, something along those lines. I don't even remember exactly what I said. This bitch says, well, as long as you don't get them from that same place again, if you get them from somewhere else, I'll even pick them up. What the fuck? Now, I was extremely busy at the time. Mm. Extremely busy. So I didn't click in my brain. Right. Until the next day when I'm driving into work. And I w- that's when it clicked. The, don't you hate that shit? You're like, God dang it. That was the most ass backhanded shit. Oh, I hate that. So I'm driving into work and I was like, that fucking cunt. Oh, that's not nice. Don't do that, y'all. Don't be that person. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you guess. I'm I'm going to... You're going to let them pick pick it up and pay for it? Nope. Okay. Tell me. No more guesses? No. I'm going to buy Rudy's tacos again this week, <laughs> but I'm going to get her breakfast tacos for some, from somewhere else, and I'm going to go, since you didn't like these the last time, I got you your own from somewhere else. Oh, my God. So, where killer you, with kindness. Where do you think these tacos are going to come from? Gas station. Abso-fucking-lutely. But I will say this, though. Most, some of the most bomb-ass breakfast tacos I've ever had. No. Have come from a gas station. No, no. You're talking about the ones that are made by white people. Yes. Ooh, yeah, no. Ooh. Ew. I'm talking about the ones that are in the heater with the door that are wrapped up in the sticker that are kind of hard. But I'm not going to say that Mm -mm. until after she eats them and tells me how good they are. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then you'd be like, "Mm, yeah, the gas station. Enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's just so fucking rude, dude. Like. That it's just, it's, it's not, be grateful. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want like a prize or anything, but Jesus, like you spent money on something of your own money as a nice gesture for people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, it kind of fucking sucked. It's like, wow, you could have said that inside your fucking head and kept it there. Not only that, not only that, I get into work. I'm the first one there before everyone else. So you know what I did? I took a fucking insulated lunchbox and put all the tacos inside of it Come to on. fucking keep them warm. Come on. Who does that? Well, because, you know, hey, if you're going to do something, you're not going to do this half-ass shit. 
It's going to be good. I could have, you know what? You want they could have had cold fucking tacos, but they didn't have cold fucking tacos. You want to know why? Mm-mm. Because I'm a good, nice person. Dude. Granted, what I just said 30 seconds ago may seem like I'm not, but I'm a good, nice person until you're a cunt, and then I'm coming for you. I'm a really fucking nice person, you cunts. You cross me, then I'm not a good, nice person anymore. Oh, that's great. If you don't oh. like the Rudy's tacos, you don't gotta fucking eat the exactly. tacos. Exactly, just don't eat them. And I get it. Rudy's isn't for everyone. That's fine. That's That's fucking fine. Actually, you know what? I really, I only eat potato, egg, and cheese breakfast taco. Yeah. So that's really kind of hard to fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere. Pretty much, yeah. You're like me. I get like the egg and bean. Every single time. Same thing. Because it's like, it's pretty undeniably going to be good. For me, ordering tacos for a large group of people, you should have seen me online. I'm like... Ooh, I don't know what people are going to like. I'm like, right? I'll get two of these and two of these, and maybe I'll throw some brisket ones yeah. in there. I, I don't really know what people like. You got to get the briskets. The man's like the briskets. But yeah, I, you know, I'm like, you could have A, not eaten them, or B, kept your fucking mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But now, I like you even less than I didn't like you before. It's like, do people not think about the consequences of the the fucking shit coming out of their mouth like at all like i'm not saying all the time like everyone all of us hello raising my hand right here have said some fucked up shit oh maybe totally intentional right i'm the queen of word vomit right, right here right like me but, i'm word salad so hey we're bffs in that department <laughs> but, but you know what i do once it comes out my mouth yeah. i go ooh, ooh fuck that came off wrong i'm so sorry that's not how i meant it exactly or right. it or if you're like you kind of take a beat, which all of us should be doing, and I'm talking to myself. Take a beat and go, mm, nope, I'm not going to say that. Not yeah. going to say that. That's not the, now's yeah. not the time, the place, the whatever. Yeah. If you word vomit, you you go, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. That's not what I meant, or I shouldn't have said that, or, right. you know what? I really appreciated it. They're just not my favorite place. That's, then that's fine. You know, it's just, it's whatever. It, mm. Yeah. People. Why? That's like a kind of like a screaming voice in the back of my head since middle of the uh, fucking year here in the United States has been this scream of why? Just why? Why? You know, just why? Because for why? You know? I mean, I'm just like, I'm like, so you know, so you know what I did? Huh. I told everyone in the office what she said. Oh, fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, girl. This is what you're saying. Like, just don't cross you because it's the death of a thousand cuts. Because you're not going to do the fell swoop of like, she's a fucking bitch or like like that in front of people. You're not that person. No, no, no. no. It's like a sneaky coming at you from all angles. And because all of a sudden you're like, what, what? what's happening? The other girls in the office were like, what? I love those tacos. Those tacos were great. Mm. Oh my God. You should totally do it. Buy them again. You should buy them next week. They're like, I am definitely going to now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You want to know the best part of the story? That's not even the best part. No. Okay. The best part was Big D's response. Because you've met my husband. Uh-huh. So the day it clicked in my brain, I wait till I get home from work to tell him the story. And I say, yesterday this happened, blah, 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 blah. 
Do you want to know how he responded? Hmm. He was like, that fucking bitch. What? He said that. And the, uh, the taco idea to buy the Rudy's tacos again and get hers from the gas station? It was his idea. Oh, damn. Girl, you done rubbed off. <laughs> no, you don't come for his wife. That's true. That's very true. Damn, that is the best part. Because if you knew her pod hub, he's like the <laughs> like the most like kind of measured, very calm. He very... keeps me from actually doing these right, things. Right, he's like the yin to your yang. You know, like you zig and he's just like chilling. And for him to encourage me to buy more tacos <laughs> is a big deal. <laughs> it's saying something. I just got permission to behave badly. Right, and it's like, oh shit. He doesn't know what he just did. No, he does not. I think he does, but... Oh, bless. Oh, <laughs> God. So, who's up first today? It's me! Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. It's an even episode. I'm the even Ooh. one. You're the odd. <laughs> well, that's true. I'm going to take another bite of the cinnamon roll you provided us. You, you eat your mm. snack while I tell you this story. Okay. Because, hold on to your horses. <laughs> Am I going to... Not want to eat the rest of it? No, eat the cinnamon roll and okay. tell me how good it is. Because okay. once my pizza settles, I'm going to tear <laughs> one up. Mr. Gaddy's. <laughs> Y'all, Mr. Gaddy's is the best. Get their ranch. 100. So, Christina McCartney was engaged to Stephen Ritz in May of 2017. Follow along, it gets a little confusing. And they were raising 11-month-old Nathaniel together. But Christina was not Nathaniel's biological mother, but she'd been helping raise him since shortly after his birth. Stephen had full custody of Nathaniel. And then Christina also had three other children by different fathers. 23-month-old Desiree McCartney, 1-year-old Abby, and 13-year-old Nicholas James Kedrowitz. Okay, real quick. They are engaged... Yes. They have one child together. No. Sorry. Okay. No. They. She has three kids of her own. He has one kid of his own. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, Nicholas James Kedrowitz, mm-hmm. K-E-D-R-O-W-I-T-Z. Yeah, Kedrowitz. Kedrowitz. Yeah. Okay. God. I practiced that I when I was sober. Polish, I think? I don't I, know. I don't know. Yeah. I gotta start practicing these names. I oh, dude, I know, me too. I <laughs> I practice them sober, but then I do them on the podcast after I've had yeah. a little something something. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, what? And then I have trouble. Mm-hmm. I've gotta. So on May 1st, 2017, in Osgood, Indiana, Stephen was giving Desiree a bath when Nathaniel, who was eight months old at the time, and Abby, who was one, started crying in another room. So Stephen asked Nicholas to watch Desiree in the bathtub while he checked on the other children. Nicholas left Desiree for a minute to go get some baby wipes. Hey, everyone. Oh, my God. Don't fucking do that. I'm, I'm, this is making me really uncomfortable. So, yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. Mm, No, don't like it. So Christina then arrived home from work, and he found Nicholas holding Desiree in a towel. Christina said Nicholas told her he did not think Desiree was feeling good because she was not talking to him. Christina tried CPR until the first responders arrived and Desiree was transported to Margaret Mary Health in Batesville 
before being transferred to Cincinnati Children's Hospital, but she passed away five days later. No, Angel. An autopsy was performed, but they could not determine the cause of death. I mean, okay, and so real quick, Nicholas was, what, 13? Mm-hmm. Babies watching babies, you know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, I, I mean... I'm not, I'm not saying anyone did anything wrong here, no, by any means. I, I mean, lots of people have their teenagers, like, oh, keep an eye on the younger kids all the time, and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And I mean, and honestly, at 13, you don't really know that you shouldn't leave the baby in the bathtub <sighs> while you go grab the baby wipes. Ever. Like, that's like an adult thing, like... Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just a... A combination, it was a clusterfuck, literally. Yes. A combination of bad things. And my PSA to everyone is, you don't do that. Right. Absolutely. That's just my PSA, is you don't leave the baby in the bathtub while you'll get the baby wipes. Ever. You either take them with you, or you get the baby out, and you go. That's just, see you next Tuesday PSA for the day. Yeah, 101. <laughs> so just two months later, on July 20th, Nicholas was asked to take Nathaniel to bed after the couple had eaten dinner and watched a little TV. You know, normal family things like hanging out, eating some dinner, it's bedtime. Then a couple of minutes later, Nicholas returned to the family room and said, something's not quite right. He's not acting right. He ain't moving. First responders were called to the house again, and Nathaniel was rushed to the hospital where doctors said that his heart had stopped completely about 20 to 30 minutes before the first responders arrived. Holy, wait, and the responders arrived, what, within a couple of minutes? I'm sure. So, okay. So, Nathaniel was pronounced dead shortly after midnight that night, and just like Desiree, the autopsy results were inconclusive. Huh. I'm not liking where this is going. Or where I think it's going. So no one knew what happened to Desiree and Nathaniel until about a month and a half later when Christina McCartney called the Indiana State Police to tell them that Nicholas was at his great aunt and uncle's house when a cat scratched him and in retaliation he squeezed it really hard. Mm, 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 mm. When they decided they needed to put the kitten down, Nicholas asked if he could go with them, and I quote, to see the kitten's brain splatter everywhere. Okay, yeah, nope, nope, okay. Get get the demon kid out of the house, okay? (laughs) This is giving me omen. I don't like it. Oh, no. No. And by the way, we have a video killer episode about the omen. We do. On our Patreon. Just saying. So according to Nicholas's great aunt, Nicholas had mutilated some of her kitten so bad its <gasps> internal organs were hanging out and covered in blood. Oh my God. H- hello. I mean, I'm sorry. There's, there's a difference between like fucking around with ants, you know, and, and it's not good either, but, or doing this, you know, mm-hmm. there's a big difference. So every kid takes the magnifying glance glass on the ants yeah that but mutilating like yeah kittens is another no no. this is bad Mm -hmm. so the police talked to the aunt and she told him that nicholas was falling behind in school and he was getting in fights as well as lying and he would often lose his temper she compared him to the hulk Uh, great at this point it was determined that maybe nicholas should undergo a psychological evaluation so Dr. Linda McIntyre performed the evaluation and she told the police that 
She thought he might be the person responsible for Desiree and Nathaniel's deaths. No shit. Once the police read Dr. McIntyre's report, they interviewed Nicholas, and according to the court documents, he made several statements about, and I'm quoting, freeing his siblings from Satan and hell. Whoa, whoa. He's 13? Mm-hmm. All right. So when asked if he was responsible for freeing his siblings and causing their deaths, he didn't respond. Nicholas told the detectives he had a conversation with God about his siblings, but he promised God he wouldn't tell anyone. So the detectives asked Nicholas to tell them just a little of his conversation, and he said that after Desiree and Nathaniel died, he had dreamed about how an angel had helped him save them, and I'm quoting... From hell and the chains of fire. And how he didn't want them to live in the hell he lived in. What in the actual fuck is going on right now? Like, (laughs) this just took so many twists and turns. So, first off, we have, like, unexplained child deaths that turn out to be this nefarious, like, demon kid. Mm -hmm. Who's clearly a psychopath. Like, this kid is a serial killer. In the making. So, you're like... How I... Oh, my God. And then now we're in, like, super religious cult territory for a 13-year-old. Like, what are you? Is this Chucky? Are we? Are you pranking me? This is Chucky, in it? No, Chucky's down the hall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this the plot to Chucky? Chucky's down the hall. What the but, fuck is going on? Well, do you want to... come from? Do you want to know Nicholas's yes. definition of hell? Please. Because they asked him what his definition was. And the documents show his reply was chores and asked the detectives if they had seen his list of daily chores he was required to do. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. So you wanted to save your siblings from having to do dishes and that was... Oh my God. It's it's clearly a childish excuse for the reality is he really just wanted to do it. My guess. Against my opinion. It feels like... He just wanted to do it, and he was just like, here's, here's a reason that'll make sense to you, you stupid cop. Um, well, you think you're mad now. Oh, I God. told you, hold on to your horses. Eat your cinnamon roll. <laughs> Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> this shit's about sugar. to get even crazier. Oh, God. But I'm gonna continue. So, Nicholas then told the detectives that he didn't want to hurt his siblings, but he had to set them free from the house. So, he put a towel over Desiree's head and a towel over Nathaniel's head. So, basically, he suffocated them. So, in regards to Nicholas, Christina, you know, his mom, Mm -hmm. said, and I'm quoting, He did great in school. He didn't show these symptoms. When I found out the truth, I put him into a mental hospital. This is the complete opposite of what Nicholas's aunt said about him. And not many moms are brutally honest about their kids. <laughs> but also, I couldn't find any reports of Nicholas being in a mental health facility besides this one statement from Christina. So I don't know if Nicholas was ever in a mental health facility or not, but I do feel like if he had been there, then things might have been different. Absolutely. I mean, this is obviously rampant issue this kid is going to be this is who he is so remember like several episodes ago when i talked about some kids deserve to be in prison forever yes because they will continue and some kids don't Mm -hmm. nicholas deserves to be there forever yeah yeah this is like i read a (laughs) 
I know this is not a great source, but there was a Reddit post of a mother talking about the situation where she was literally terrified of her 13-year-old son. He would tell the whole family all the time that he was going to kill them. All the time. And he would mutilate animals, all that kind of stuff. They couldn't keep pets. They have to lock themselves inside their house because the thing is, is like because she's his legal guardian and because of how the, the laws work in their state, she can't put him away and where he needs to be. She has to raise him until he's old enough to go to one of those facilities. So and that's the thing is she has to realize that her son is a is a killer, is going to be a killer. Yeah. And so she kind of has to, like, pre-mourn him, if that makes sense. Like, he's not my son anymore. Yeah, that's... It's fucked up. It's so crazy. I can't even imagine. I don't... Right? Mm. Ugh. So, January 2018, the autopsy reports for both Desiree and Nathaniel were amended to show that they both died of asphyxia due to smothering, and their deaths were ruled a homicide. Oh, my God. So, I think we all know what happened next. Yeah. Nicholas was charged with two counts of murder and arrested in August 2018. Then in September 2019, at 15 years old, he was being tried as an adult. I, I understand why in this instance. I don't hate this. No. But here's what I do hate. Mm. In Indiana, babies as young as 12 years old can be tried as an adult. Ooh. That's fucking disgusting. That's- that's pretty low. 12? That is fucking disgusting. Ooh, yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't like that either. Indiana. Come on, y'all. That's a little low. <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. So, here's a little interesting fact. Five doctors testified on whether or not Nicholas was competent enough to stand trial, and only two said that he was. But the judge went with the minority. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Christina? How did she feel about one child being charged with the murder of her other children? Like, Seriously. That's got to. It's a great. Yeah. I'm living my best life, you know? So. Jeez. Christina actually went on Dr. Phil in December 2018. Oh, God. What mom does that? Don't, don't do that. That was about three months after Nicholas was arrested. So, here's a little fun fact about Christina. And it might just make you a little mad and create a whole bunch more questions. Oh, no. Christina has a master's degree in psychology. So, she knew. How could she not know? She fucking knew. She has, she should be liable. This is when we need, this is when we need to prosecute parents right here because that's negligence, right? At a minimum. Like if anything, it's child neglect because you knew your kid had this, had this mental illness. Oh, but remember she said he didn't show any of the symptoms. Uh Okay. Freaking. Oh, I knew it. I was like, cause I'm not bitching at Christina for going on like the news to talk about her son because a lot of victims and families of victims do that that's but they don't do it three months later right and in her instance she's also full of shit (laughs) you know like come on girl so yeah that's there's I don't like this at all I told you it was gonna get worse I told you it was gonna get worse So Christina said that her son doesn't belong in jail, but would benefit from being a mental health facility. 
No, ma'am. That's a lie. Um, so if she felt that way, why didn't she get him help before he murdered her other children? Exactly. And so that's, that's because she said that she was aware he had some mild intellectual disability, but that he didn't have any behavioral problems or red flags. Um, so here's my question. If he had mild intellectual disability, why was he in charge of such young children alone? Yeah. Those things just don't jive with me. No. Like, and then- if he has a mild intellectual disability, why are you living, leaving him with small children by right. himself? Right. Why are you leaving him to watch a baby in the bathtub? Why are you telling oh, him to take the child to bed? Like, again... This is why you don't lie, people, because you have to continually tell stupider and stupider lies to cover up the first one. And this doesn't make fucking sense. Don't do this. So ready for my favorite Christina quote? No. Yes. Is it no or yes? Because I need to know where to go in my story. (laughs) Go for it. You want me to do it in my Christina voice? Yeah. Because you know I love... You have like a character of her. Sure. You, you know, I love my, 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 this is the fucked up mom voice. <laughs> Prior to all this, my son was the picture perfect kid. He did know right from wrong and he did not need a mental hospital or any of that. I think that after all this happened and the trauma he has had to face, something has definitely switched in him. He's not the same child as he was before. After, it switched in him after he was a picture perfect, and then he switched after he committed murder? Yeah, no, that's not how that works. (laughs) Sweetie, Christina, let's go have some brunch and mimosas and talk, because I think you need to be in a mental health facility yourself. Like, seriously, that's, uh, there's so much, okay, keep going. So, remember the story about the kitten? Yeah, unfortunately. I don't like it. I know you don't. I'm not going to retell it. Please. But I kind of left out something about that story. Mm. It actually happened between the two murders. Bitch. See? No. No, ma'am. I'm so So, mad. Christina didn't see any red flags, but Nicholas was mutilating kittens, and that's not a red flag. Like, literally. What is this, a family secret? What the hell is going on? So she could have saved the life of um, uh, her children. Mm-hmm. At least her second child. Yeah. Dude. But there was no red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also, Nicholas allegedly told a relative that was missing a leg and had a heart condition that they would be better off dead. Nope. No red flags. Nothing to see here. Wow. Keep moving. Wow. He's a real Hitler youth, isn't he? So, what I want to know is, where did she get her master's degree? The University of Phoenix? Jeez. Just, all of this is just awful. Just, there is no good character in this story at all. Like, everyone is a horrible person. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh-uh. I'm going to keep going okay, now. Because yeah. <laughs> um, nobody gets better. It gets worse. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. My treasure child's you're going to love. So, mm-hmm. don't worry, everybody. So, not only did Christina... Has she defended her son? No. She's saying that Nicholas was trying to save his siblings from an abusive stepfather. She told Fox 59 that, and I'm quoting again, 
He witnessed him being mean to the babies. He pushed them down on purpose. He would lock them up in the bedroom to try to shut them up. He painted a pretty bad picture. As a mom, that's hard to swallow. That was going on, and I didn't know. Christina even went even went all in and alleged that Nicholas's stepfather directed the killings. Christina said he did it under threat. He was told that if he didn't do what he was being told, he would be killed and that Stephen would kill me. What the fuck is happening? This is not like a comic book, sis. Like this is these are people's lives that you're fucking with right now. Oh, she goes on and that true justice would be seeing Stephen behind bars as well. So let me get this straight. You believe the man that you're engaged to is capable of all these things, then why are you with him? 100%. And why are you allowing your children to be around him? Exactly right. Makes no sense. Now you look worse. They were all left alone with him while you were at work. Exactly. And again, you look awful in this situation. Just shut the fuck up, Christina. Here's my advice to you. Shut up. (laughs) Shut your mouth, please. There are so many things that just don't add up. Like the two, the the two plus two here is not equaling four. No, maths ain't mathin'. Mm-mm. No. So at the end of the day, Nicholas is the only person arrested for the murders. Yeah. Of course he was. Yeah. Because Steven did not direct Nicholas to kill his own son. What is this? Yeah, exactly. This isn't some fucking horror film. You like, know. why Why would Steven want his own son murdered? I don't know. Makes some freaking sense. Like, I... Ugh. So, I think the allegations Christina made against Steven for directing the killings as a mother grasping at straws for trying to make excuses for why her son committed this atrocious act. Like... Yep. She's just grasping. She grasp. can't face it. Ugh. So, how long do you think Nicholas was sentenced for? Oh, God. Five years. 20 years. Okay, those are my two guesses. <laughs> 50 years for each murder. Oh, thank God. To be served consecutively. Oh, good. So at 17 years old, Nicholas... What's his last name again? Uh, we're going to go with, like, Kelly Kapowski. Kedrowitz. <laughs> oh, Kedrowitz. Nicholas Kedrowitz yep. was sentenced to 100 years in prison. Yeah, damn. I mean, honestly, I, I get it. it. This kid is f- fucked up. He's fucked up. So I'm going to leave everyone with a quote from the Ripley County prosecutor, Richard Hertel. He says, this wasn't some sort of heat of passion, one killing, and then minutes or hours or even days later. We're talking about months here. So we think that the consecutive part of the sentence was warranted and appropriate in this circumstance. Uh, I'm going to have to agree in this situation, yeah. I do think he does need a lot of mental counseling. I'm assuming they, they'll give that to him in prison. I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't give mental counseling to prisoners, Jess. I think they do. I mean, some don't they kind of have to? It just keeps people from not, you know, I mean, some of these guys have to be on pills. You yeah. Know, Xanax and shit, so they got to get it from somebody. That's true. So, but, oh my God, that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Thank you for that. <laughs> you know. I aim to please. Do you need me to light the stress relief candle for you? Yes. Okay. Please. Let me uh, let me get her done. Okay. Thank you. And oh, by the way, uh, just a little cinnamon roll update. It's gone. It's fucking delicious. H-E-B cinnamon rolls, y'all. Oh, my good night. They were 
It's excellent. I think I might eat another whole one. So, so if y'all visit us in Texas, and when I say visit, I mean you come, you spend your money, you boost our economy, and then you fucking go home. <laughs> Stop it. The H-E-B. Eat their cinnamon rolls. Try their H-E-B stuff. It's great. It is great. We love them. But also, if you want to take me back home with you to whatever state you're from, feel free. No, uh, yeah. Pretty much um, anyone but this one or Florida. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, mean, I, yeah, I might thing. pass up Louisiana, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the treasure child I have this week, you're going to love. And um, for many different reasons. So I have a quote just to start it off. Disability is strength. Jordan Reeves was born in 2006 with her left arm that stopped growing right before the elbow. When her dad saw her when she was born, he said that she was born just right because she's perfect the way she was and because she's right-handed. Dude, such a fucking dad joke. (laughs) Leave it to a dad, right? (laughs) To just be like, you're just right, get it? And she's like, really? How many times do you think she's heard that oh, in her life? Yeah. He, he's just like, I just popped out in the world. And this is this is it? Yeah, exactly. So Jordan never let anything hold her back. She has danced, plays basketball, does swimming. And all of this athleticism caught the attention of the Women's Intersport Network, who gave her the Inspiration Award in 2013 when she was seven years old. Oh. Now... Get this. Okay, you're going to hold on to something because your your brain is about to implode on itself. Shut your face. At age 10, Jordan knew her, that her disability wasn't a weakness but a strength and that there are plenty of others out there like her. In fact, there are 2,000 kids born each year with limb difference. That I did not know. So she invented a 3D-printed glitter-blasting prosthesis <gasps> for her arm. Bitch. Did I deliver or did I deliver? You delivered. Oh my God. Can we adopt her? Can she be our new pod daughter? (laughs) Yes. Girl, I've seen it. It's fucking sick. It's like, it's like a cone, Uh a purple cone. Uh Google it. Google it. You're going to lose your fucking mind. I'm already losing my mind. I can't find my Google. Where's my Google? I can't even think straight. I can't find my Google. Jordan Reeves. Um, and then a glitter arm. It's so cool, dude. And it has like a, like a, pump you know like a cartridge so it can like and get this um so this was all based on wanting to be a self-described glitter girl don't you love it oh my god so cool she's our new pod daughter 100 percent. jordan we adopt you we adopt you (laughs) so she wanted to be a glitter girl and she worked on this project with others and they called their project project unicorn (laughs) i know Oh, it's just hitting. Did you uh-uh. tell our other friend about the name? <laughs> Not yet. No, but I'm going to. She's going to die. <laughs> I know. So all of this drew attention all over the U.S. from Rachel Ray to the Fast Company. And eventually, Jordan was featured on Marvel's Hero Project TV show. This show features real-life young heroes who are making a difference in the world. And by the way, the glitter sparkles are biodegradable. Of course they are. Bitch. Oh, my God. So even the, I know. I was like, what? Isn't she doing right? Oh my God. I know. So this is a quote of of hers. When people hear about disabilities, they think, oh, that's so sad. But this turned it into something joyful. Her mom is a journalist and started a blog called Born Just Right about the experience of raising a child with a physical disability. 
And she has been able to grow a community where people can share their stories and experiences to help each other. Um, Jordan also petitioned American Girl Dolls to include a disabled doll, and that got over 25,000 signatures. And since then, they do have a disabled doll. Yeah, I've seen that they do that now. Yeah, I love that. I didn't know that's why. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. She's done TEDx talks all across the country about having uh, people with disabilities be more featured in the mainstream and the power of STEAM skills. Now, this I had to look up because I haven't been to the, you know, school in a hot minute. That's science, technology, something in math, right? No, it's different. So I, This is another thing. I thought it was STEM. It's STEAM. And oh, STEAM. I thought you said STEM. I know. Yeah. So get this. So STEAM skills, this focus children, focuses children on four basic skills, critical thinking, communication, collaboration, and creativity. And then they got that in the schools now, right? I was like, where was that when I was in the schools? That's what I, I was like. What the? F- I might have actually gone straight to college and done I know. well. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, where, where was this when I was going to school, dude? Like, we didn't have any of this shit, which is great. I love that that's included in school now. Um, and since then, she has also founded the Born Just Right nonprofit that offers design resources and STEM education. Now, this you're right: science, technology, engineering, and math skills to people with limb differences oh my god as a podcast i would like to donate to that yeah we absolutely should yeah we should do that that's a great idea let Um, me go cash in some lottery tickets right (laughs) dude jordan has also received an honorary mattel doll that looks just like her with the little arm i dude we're buying that it's fucking sick i don't know if they sell it but I, i know they made one for her oh yeah so i think but look it up i don't know for sure that's a good question um, and she just released a book called Born Just Right in 2019. She's also invented a Swiss Army arm with like different tools attached and made a prototype gu- the guitar with Microsoft so disabled people can play guitar. So, little side note here. In fact, um, disabled people are the reason why science moves forward a, at a much more rapid pace because science is made to solve problems that not everyone experiences. Isn't that great? It looks just like her, doesn't it? The doll. Oh my God. It's so cute. So get this. Typewriters, keyboards, electric toothbrushes, OXO brand, better gripping handles, speech detects apps, curb curb cuts. Yep. Like, you know, an actual cut in a curb that has like a little slope. Um, Bendy straws and hell, even closed captioning were all invented for disabled people, but we all benefit. And this is just another example of how when we include everyone, it benefits everyone. There is enough to go around for everyone. And a quote from her website, Jordan's journey has just begun. She plans to continue speaking about disabilities and inventions to further a new kind of conversation about people with disabilities and to show others that it can be really cool to be different. Here's the thing about people with disabilities. You don't know who has a disability and who doesn't sometimes. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And the thing is, is like, we all have a disability in some way, shape or form, you know, especially because it is very wide ranging and you never know, you could have one in the future. Some by getting a car accident or something happens and it's a lot more common than you think. And, and even like if you wear eyeglasses, for instance, that's technically a disability. You have to have an assisted device, glasses, contacts or LASIK to get it fixed right yeah so it 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 does touch more people than you think and i just love that conversation about when we include disabled people in decisions we can all progress 
more quickly forward into the future mm-hmm. because you're right. Half that shit I just read off would never have happened had disabled people not been around to go, I need this to happen. Exactly right. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So next time you see somebody shitting on somebody in a wheelchair, no. <laughs> or how about you just don't park in their spot yeah, when you alone. don't need to. Oh, yeah. Please don't do that. That's awful. But yeah, no, I just think it's really cool that, you know, Jordan has this really awesome way of looking at life mm-hmm. and just... She's just such a freaking badass. And like the fact that she's an, an inventor. As I'm well. sorry. That glitter arm. Right? I'm obsessed. I'm like, dude, I want one. Can I, can I get one to like fit over my hand and arm? Because that's I, so fucking cool. I that's what I want for Christmas. Dude, for real. Oh, it's awesome. I want one for Christmas. <laughs> Have I told you what I want when um I need assistance around the house? No, what? This is a real thing. I'm not even kidding. They have monkeys. Shut the fuck up. No. Like a like a little cap, capuchin monkey? Like yes, Ace Ventura I, monkey? I posted about it on one of our support Saturdays when I had more time to post those things. Are you fucking kidding me? You can get a monkey? Mm-hmm. I'm envious right now. Damn it. You're going to have a fucking assisted monkey? God dang it. Is he going to have cute little clothes? You bet your sweet ass. My oh. husband's going to have to dress me and the monkey. <laughs> Is he going to have a little fez? Of course. Oh, precious. Okay, I'm obsessed. So this nonprofit, they do have trained these monkeys to help people with multiple sclerosis. That's fucking sweet. And you have to, like, it's a hard process to get approved because you have to have home visits and things like that. Oh, shit. All right. But, yeah. Dude, that's sick. When I came across this, I I was like, dude, I don't want the... um, the dog anymore. Yeah. I-, I want the monkey. Sign my happy ass up for that shit right fucking now. Can I go ahead and get on the waiting list? <laughs> Hell yeah, girl. You have got to let me know. If you- Did you sign up for real? No, because I don't need up. assistance right now. No, I'm but perfectly- like, how long is the waiting list? I-, I don't know if there's a waiting list. I don't know. Oh my God. I need, I need more information. I need-, I, need- I need you to get this fucking monkey. <laughs> I'm lucky. Oh my God. Oh, I'm obsessed. Oh, Oh my God. Now do you you need some, like, incurable disease so you can get a monkey? No! Oh, my God. We got to end it before the wheels come off anymore. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.